Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. I just realized, is this our fifth to last movie? It is. We only have four more movies after this one. So it's the quint... Quintessential. That's oh. not the room. It's the quintult- quintultimate. Quintultimate. I hope that's what it's called. Hey, quintult- nice planning quintult- on ultimate. your part, even though I know you didn't plan it this I way. I did not do this on purpose. No. I. Well, and also I couldn't have been able to do it on purpose because uh, Prom Pact, Prom Pact came yeah. out. Bumping up my volume. Oh, Prom Pact, making it so Quince is fifth from last. We Hooray for Quince. <laughs> Quince. I I don't know. I don't know. This movie's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh This this is Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it's not as I I don't want to say I was expecting a bad movie, but I was really afraid it was going to be like a disaster of a movie from mm-hmm. what like I I love this movie as a child, but yeah, it wasn't as amazing as I remember it being from when I was a child, but it was fine. No. It's char- It's got some charm. My thing about this movie, and I was thinking about it today, this movie probably should have been a show. Yeah. It its pacing was odd, but it's it the charm really came from Jamie, the lead character. Like she was really interesting and in seeing what she wanted to do and her growth and all of that was fun. And it and it was the charm and it was, you know, seeing how she was fitting in with her family and I, I'm thinking about it kind of in the same mentality. Obviously, this was much later, but like with, with uh, Good Luck Charlie, it kind of had a similar feeling of like seeing how a family is adjusting yeah. with, you know, these, this this new addition or whatever. Maybe that's where they got the idea for Good Luck Charlie. They're like, oh, let's let's um, act on the, the baby <laughs> thing and make a show out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying it would have been a great show. I just feel like there was a lot more potential in this movie as a show than than maybe as the movie itself. Yeah. Maybe they couldn't keep paying 20 babies to play the parts of the Quinn. So many, so babies. many babies. So many babies. Spencer Pickles Brown. I don't remember what his first name was actually, but... it Wasn't it Dylan? Dylan Pickles? Dill Pickles? Oh, it was Dylan yeah. Pickles. Yeah, because it was Dill Pickles. You're right. Yeah, Dylan Pickles Brown. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, baby, wherever you are. <laughs> Hope you're listening. Imagine. Uh, gonna, yeah, there were so I'm many babies. I'm gonna tag him in the post and see. <laughs> Maybe he's still acting. Maybe he's out there. I mean, he's like five years younger than Ethan, so <laughs> you never know. I was. He's probably. Well, I don't know when they shot this, but he's at least five to six years younger than me. So. Uh, okay, so if you haven't guessed, this week we watched Quince. Uh, it's about a girl, and it will read our blurbs and stuff, but it's basically about a girl named Jamie whose parents have quintuplets, and that's the main crux of this yep, movie. That's about it. I need to get my phone. I left my phone charging, and I will get it for the small blurb. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, I'll do this while Sarah's going away. Uh, so it's TVG. It's from the year 2000. It's an hour and 23, which is a pretty good length. I'm not gonna, not gonna deny that. Uh, it's coming of age and comedy, which that's apt, but it should also be family. Oh, the fact yeah. that this one doesn't get family, it's, incredible. It, the, the quintessential family movie. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so Jamie Grover is tired of being the center of her parents' universe. Her wish for less attention is granted when her mom gives birth to quintuplets. That's... I don't think that her wish really is to be rid of being the center of her parents' universe. I don't think that's actually what she wants. I think she just really wants siblings. Yeah. Like, that's what I gather from this, is that she just really wants siblings. I think... Like, she likes being her parents' Yeah. I think she just world. wants more freedom. I, I think her parents, like, have that set yeah. plan for her, and she still likes the attention. She just doesn't want... It's like, she doesn't want to do yeah. science. She wants... She doesn't know what she wants to do. Eventually... Well, for- yeah, she doesn't know what she wants to do. She... The, yeah, there's, there's a whole problem with the plan the plan the plan what's the small blurb small blurb is jamie is the center of attention until her mom gives birth to quintuplets yeah i think that that's i think that that's better yeah i think it's a little bit closer to what the actual uh story is so this movie centers around jamie who breaks the fourth fourth wall is kind of like a lizzie mcguire-esque uh girl she is a pretty good student she wants to get into this science magnet school called like george washington magnet because that's what's on the plan her dad is this big planner and all of life needs to go according to this plan that he has made and so there, she learns that her parents are having quintuplets and that goes against the plan and they have the quintuplets and the quintuplets become famous because some diaper company wants them to be their spokes people basically even though they're babies so they're their mascots and um they this is it's actually really sad for a little while you're like really really you have no idea how the parents are going to pay for all of this like they can't pay for a nanny their nanny quits like they don't know what they're going to do the dad can't keep working doubles like it's it's kind of heartbreaking for a little mm-hmm. bit um and then they get this sponsorship and so that's how they're able to pay for things and um it's hard though because the the guy running the, the sponsorship who is the same guy who ran the record company in the first cheetah girls movie he's also in something else and i don't remember uh he basically tells jamie that you're not a part of the family for the sponsorship we don't want to see yeah. you like you are not a part of this it's just the quince and this whole thing becomes the quince are only seen as the quince they're never seen as the individuals which their names are adam becky charlie D, I don't remember the D name and Eddie. Oh gosh, I don't remember the D and name. She's either. the good one, isn't she? She's what? The good one. They're like, oh, the sweet one, number four. <laughs> the sweet one we can never we love remember. number four. Uh what's a girl name? Like Diane. Diana, but no, it's not. No, it's something. And it's not like Daisy or Dottie or something. Like it's I'm like just Google. Girl D names. Daphne, Dana, Dorothy, Danielle, Dina, Desiree. I don't think it's Danielle. Debbie. Adam, Becky, Debbie, Charlie, I think Debbie, it is Debbie. Eddie. It is Debbie. Yep. It's Debbie. It's Debbie. It's definitely Debbie. And Debbie's like the good one. And for some reason, they've just like... The first nanny that they have also only refers to them by their numbers. And she for some reason refers to Jamie as number six, yeah. which doesn't make any sense because she's the firstborn. Yeah, she one. It's so dumb. Um... But yeah, so so the there's this whole question and throughout this movie about individuality and like Jamie just wants the babies to be seen as their own thing. 
Um, and so she wants to be seen as an individual. She wants her siblings to be seen as individuals. She's also, like, Jamie's also finding her own individuality outside of her family, outside of everything by discovering her love for art. And there's this weird point in the middle of this movie where she basically, the moral for a, a good chunk of it is just like, give up your dreams for your family. That's fine. And the thing is, her parents are like totally okay with it because she's supposed to have been nominated for this art festival. And she's just like, I won't go because I have to stay home and watch the quince while my parents go and meet the governor and accept this award. And her parents are just kind of fine with that they're just like to be fair that's okay well not to be fair because they shouldn't have but they forgot about her art show so they were just like yeah we'll go to this governor's dinner and then she didn't she didn't remind them that it was the art show so she's like i'll just give up my dreams and i'll let them go to the show and not say anything and they didn't realize until she left later as we'll talk about but there's this way, well, so, so it re, the, you, Don Knotts, governor, uh, is like, why aren't the Quints here? The Quints are supposed to be here. I'm supposed to get a photo shoot. That's the whole reason I called you. And so then Jamie has to try and get the Quints up to the governor's house, and it's just dumb. And then she makes her way to the art show, and then her parents are there, and she wins. And the governor's and there. That's it. And the governor's there, but I don't care about the governor. He's bad. Uh, so, and then at the end of the movie, there's this weird, weird, like, ending jokey i don't know where jamie's like and guess what and then you see that that her mom is pregnant again and she's like it's septuplets that's seven of them and then she like rolls around and she's like didn't i teach you anything and it's like i know that this is fiction but like first of all is she actually pregnant like what are we supposed to think by that last line because, like, I, she, they put this, like, newspaper up as a joke, and I thought they were going to, like, take the newspaper down and the mom wasn't going to be pregnant anymore as just, like, a joke. Yeah. But she's still pregnant when she pulls the newspaper down. So it's super weird. And also the idea that this family would be able to afford that many children. Like, this movie is just abstinence propaganda, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> right. Because it's, like... Do you want to stop having these babies? Nope. Seeing those parents crumbling and truly distraught about not being able to afford their own children is just like I mean it's a struggle that like I'm dealing with where I'm like I can't afford if like anything happened and I had I had a child for some reason like I I would be able to afford one yeah maybe that's what they were trying to show a while it's a struggle sometimes and sometimes you're gonna not just have one baby but five and (laughs) this is how the family has to deal with it i wonder what the odds are of naturally having quintuplets it's really 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 small uh it's one in 55 million (laughs) the first quintuplets known to survive infancy were the identical female Canadian Dion quintuplets born in 1934. Honestly, the fact that there were quintuplets who survived in 1934 is pretty 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 incredible. Yeah. But most of them are uh, because of hormonal things and injections and all that stuff. Um... Okay, so yeah, so that's Quince. That's 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 the movie in a nutshell. There's like some other stuff. It, but the thing is, the thing about this movie, and I think this is probably why I want to start with Test of Time. 
this movie is very charming in its datedness. Like, it is very much a late night. It's from 2000, but it feels very much like 1999 because that's probably when it was filmed. And it just has these really charming... Like, she wears this great outfit at one point that's like that striped long sleeve shirt with the red overalls. And I was like... I want to wear this outfit I know. today. I loved her outfits. <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is the attire and aesthetic that I was really hoping from Halloween Town. And this is why I got so mad at the fact that they kept dressing her and that her whole thing was wearing sweatpants yeah. and those Funny horrible that it's sneakers. The same actress, yeah. <laughs> it is. Well that's that's the thing, is that it's still her name's Kimberly J. Brown, I think. Yep. Yeah. She she looks adorable in this movie and she looks like a young teenager. They dressed this girl who's like, Mom, I'm 13 in Halloween Town in something that made her look 11. Yeah. And I was like, that that was my problem with Halloween Town is that it just like, it, it has a lot of 90s charms to it. But the thing is, Kimberly Jane Brown's character in her attire that they put her in is just like, who who talked to a 13 year old? Like, who checked that the 13 year old would wear this? Yeah. No one. That's who. Oh, I really liked her outfits in this. And Zoe's They're too. Great. I liked her outfits. Yeah. No, her... Her outfits, like, they're in style now, too. Like, mm-hmm. and she wears just a bunch of barrettes and, like, butterfly clips. No, she is absolutely precious in this movie. And Zoe's absolutely adorable. Uh, their relationship with their teacher is kind of weird. Yeah. Like, there were moments I'm like, okay, this is, like, a charming, like, it. this is a really nice teacher. But then there's some points where you're like, this is, like, no, why is it much. always these two, like, left in your classroom and you're always do- going out of your way to help these two girls in your class yeah it was a lot of favoritism it was like he seemed like a good teacher and like messages he was trying to to give but then he would like the way he talked to them was like a little flirty and also at what the the point where uh uh, jamie realizes she needs to get the quins up to the governor's house he's the one that's there to drive them so how did they contact him do they have his phone number because that's weird yeah I don't know. Also, Jamie's friend Brad, who's played by Jack- Jake Epstein of uh, Degrassi fame, uh, totally unnecessary, except for one scene, which honestly, I don't agree with. So there was a point where Zoe and Brad, her two friends, are basically telling Jamie that she is out of line for being upset about the Quince and feeling a threat of the family. They're, they're basically like, you're being really disrespectful to your parents. And it's like, no, you she's not. You know what it's like to be a sibling of, like, five newborns. No, and I'm not one to normally side with a 14-year-old girl but who is just complaining about life. But she is not in the wrong. I'm not saying she's completely in the right either. But she, she is basically saying, I don't know how to fit into my own life with the quintuplets. And they're like, wow, Jamie, that's so mean. Your parents are having a tough time and you just care about yourself. And it's like, that's not being selfish. That's literally trying to figure out how to it's be like, functional in your own family. Yeah. It's like, actually, I've given up a lot of my own life and my yeah, dreams for my family. Honestly, this movie is this movie is really sad. But, like, they play it off in this very 90s yeah. way of just like, no, nah, it's fine. My parents are silly. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard because, like, you see it. Like, the parents are obviously struggling, and she's also struggling. So it's like you feel bad for everyone. Yeah. It's just a really hard situation. So she's supposed to be this, like, at the beginning of the movie, this art teacher, who's the teacher we were talking about, he tells her that her heart is not in art. And then he tells her to join art club. 
And then she realizes that she's actually really talented when it comes to art somehow, even though she said, I don't know what imagination is like, which was a weird thing. But I mean, some people are just like that. Uh, but then then she's like this master artist. She's so talented. And she's she wins this art show by drawing one of the creepiest drawings I've ever seen in my life. She draws the five babies, babies and they're all supposed to be individual and they're all supposed to look different. And they do look different, but they also look like Demon Hellspawn. They are so scary. So I don't quite understand how that's the most remarkable drawing, but whatever. That's beside the point. Because the yeah, first. Maybe everyone is that much worse. Well, I don't know. Here's the thing the first thing she draws is this really fun, cartoony a drawing of a house that's like exploding with diapers because that's her house and that's a joke and it looks mm-hmm. that piece of art is really fun and i was like damn there's no way a 14 year old would draw that and then the teacher's like let's get you into drawing people in realism and i'm like no let's encourage her to draw in <laughs> the style do- that that is because that's better but lo and behold she starts drawing this realistic style for people and they're scary and i don't like them so that doesn't hold out super well the dialogue is okay i wouldn't say that it's not but what did we give what did we give 13th year for test of time 13th not 13th year year. halloween town is what i was trying to say (laughs) i just like saying 13th year i guess 13th year uh was way up at the top halloween town i gave it a 575 you gave it a 675 I think that it holds up there. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it. I have you wish at a six two five, and I think that this holds up better than you wish too. Where's a scream team? Wait, no, scream teams. Right, I just skipped over it because I am dumb. I have the scream team at a six seven five, and you have Halloween Town at a six seven five, and I'm like, you know what? That seems a fair. A six seven five makes sense. I'm pretty sure I gave a six seven five. Oh no, you gave a six seven five to Ring of Endless Light, and yeah, this is above Ring of Endless Light. That's all I care about. Yeah, I have Scream Team at a Scream, scream team, team at a seven, and I might just put this at a do it, s- do, it seven do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, doing it. This will be a seven for the outfits. I mean, they're so good. They're so, so so good. Without her really cute outfits. Who's the costume designer? Props to them. I mean, without her really super cute outfits and a couple other things, this movie would would not hold up well. But there's, like I said, like we do give points for charm like that. And it's it's not like this movie planned to be charming, but it's like it did. And when it was being made, there's definitely this effort that was that was made to make. To make Jamie charming. Like, Jamie is supposed to be very charming, and so her outfits are also just very charming, because she is charming. Let me see. I'm looking up. I cannot spell Quince. There we go. Quince. Um. Cast and crew. Where's cost? Costume design by Noreen Landry. Who has done Go, nothing else that I have ever heard of. So, hmm. peaked. She peaked. All right. She peaked with, <laughs> with Quince. With Quince. Um, this movie was directed by Bill Corcoran. Was this the movie? Was this the movie that had the spinning? 
Was there a bunch of spinning in this movie? There was some spinning. There was so much yes, spinning. There was. We thought it was by the mm-hmm. same person who did. That one scene. Jump in. Jump in. <laughs> but I don't think so. It looks like he did, he's done some of like Hallmark Christmas movies. And other stuff I've never heard of. But this was his only DCOM, hmm. from what I can tell. All right. One and done. One and done. Well, who is this written by? This was written by Matthew Weissman and Gregory K. Pincus. What a name. Pincus. Matthew Weissman has written a lot of Teen Wolf. He wrote for the movie and the show. Okay. Uh, Gregory K. Pincus has written a bunch of stuff. He did Alley Cat Strike, too. So... Well, a bunch of stuff like 20 years ago and then nothing after that. Let's see if there's any trivia for Quince. It's going to say, did you know they used 20 babies? That is genuinely the first one, but it's actually more interesting than that. It says, since infants are only allowed to work 15 minutes at a time with 20 minute breaks in between, 20 were hired to play the quintuplets. Was it actually 20? Nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, while Jamie mentions living in Milford and her mother runs the town's newspaper, no state name is actually given. An exterior shot is later shown of the Massachusetts State House in Boston, where her parents meet the governor. Milford is roughly 40 miles from Boston. If the film does place- take place in Milford, Jamie taking the subway to the event would not be correct, as there's no subway line or direct train service between Milford and Boston. That is true. Yeah. I was thinking that when they were on the subway. I'm like, is there a subway where they live? Yeah, there. I mean, there is a in Boston. There is a subway, but there's definitely no subway directly to Mil- Milford. I don't even think there's any sort of train. Um, but anyway, uh, moral of the story is, you know, you don't have to stick to the plan. You know, you can be, you know, individuality is something to be celebrated or something. It's like individuality. Something stupid like individuality, you know, makes you who you are, or it, yeah, it, you know, it helps you decide your own path. I don't know. Yeah, I had your future always lies with you. That's what the teacher tells them. Yeah, that's a good one. That's probably what it is, and that kind of that kind of wraps everything up. And there's also, uh, you know, you don't have to be what your parents want you to be. There's, you know, you don't have to give up your dreams for for anyone else. There's there's a lot. They're all kind of in the same bubble. It's not like I, I feel like any of these is really too far out. Yeah. Um, Careful what you wish for was thrown in there. Yeah. Careful don't believe what you, what you see or hear. Yeah. More isn't always better. Yeah. Um, I think this movie... This movie's use of its more really frustrated me. Because... I really didn't like that kind of psych out in the middle where it did seem like the world really was going to be give up your dreams for your family. Like, it really didn't seem like there was going to be any doubling back on it. It felt like the movie was over when they said that. Yeah. Jamie was like, she was like, and then my parents were going to go get an award. And that was that. And it was like, wait, what? Yeah. I guess it was different for me because I've seen this movie. So, like, I knew how it ended. Like, I could remember that much. So, I'm like, I know that they turn it around. So, I don't know. I saw it as a, like, a bump in the road of them trying more like harder to show their moral is here's what could happen if she if you don't follow the moral and then we're gonna go back and follow the moral <laughs> yeah it was but kind it's of a roller coaster of a moral. 
it was still frustrating. Yeah, like I still I'm I'm not a huge fan of this one. I found a couple that are like similar, but they're all worse. Like for example, like we just did Ready to Run, which has everyone has a special gift inside of them. You just have to find it, which is really similar, which is a three, two, five for me. And then Jumping Step is find something that gives your life meaning, which is a three. Uh, and Ring of Endless Light is don't be afraid to show the very special person that you are. Like, wow, these are all very similar. That's at a four. This one's still better than that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I hated it. I know you didn't hate it, but I'm like, I don't think I minded it as much. I'm just thinking back to like, I didn't give up my life dreams when I was younger to, because my sister's 11 years younger than me. Because I didn't even but know what I wanted. I didn't sister. even know what I wanted Not... to do with my life when I was in high school, like early high school. But there were definitely times where like I gave up a lot of my teenage years to take care of my sister. So like I get how when she's like, oh, I'm just going to like do what my parents do and like not do my thing because like I've been there. I've back in the summers when you would be like, oh, just stay over for the night. And I'd be like, I can't. I have to go home because I have to be home at five in the morning for my sister. Right. And that all makes sense. I just don't think that they did that in the best way. I don't think they showed that, yes, you do, like, your life has changed now that you have, you have these siblings, but you don't have to change who you are. I think that there was, the, the, the message was there. It was just a little muddled. And that's what frustrated me. Because, like, there are things that you have to, you know, you have to give up when you have such a, when you are competent and old enough to take care of a younger sibling. But for this, it just like I wish that they, that there had just been a better a better way of messaging of just like, but you know, it's it's not going to change you. It's not going to you know, you're still able to be you. Like I know I'm kind of talking in circles, but like it really just felt. It felt muddled and also missed in a lot of ways. But anyway, what I was going to say is that I'm just going to give this the same that I give the Proud Family, which is a 425 for accept your family for all its flaws or all their flaws. Um, it's, it's very possible that I will move this up once we get to the full wrap. But for now, I just... I, I think that's fine because I'm looking at things that are even a, a slight bit above that and I'm like I don't I don't think it's as good as good as that because I just think that they they just kind of made like a curly cue with the moral because they were like give it up don't give it up give it up don't give it up like it was just like oh my gosh I get that there's ups and downs but also like what are you trying to accomplish with some of these things and also the whole, like, her hiding being a part of the family from, with the, the diaper sponsorship was just, like, there wasn't a really good resolution to that. It was just them being in the hospital when Adam got sick and Jamie being like, I, he, he I'm a part of his family too, kind of, but she never really said that. And then the diaper guy is like, come on, we need the quince. We can just, you know, Adam's sick. We'll just get a baby that looks like him. And the, and then, and that's what the impetus for the dad going, that's the impetus for the dad going, no, we're done here. We don't need you. It's like, it wasn't even about Jamie. It was about the fact that they wanted to replace Adam with another baby. So, problems. Uh, I've been scrolling. I Okay, so Camp Rock, I have it a five, and that's don't hide who you really are and let yourself shine. Mm -hmm. Similar vibes for me. I'm going to give this one a five right in the middle. 
Yeah. I looked at the one from Camp from Camp Rock 2 and I was like, yeah, that's higher and I think that should be higher. So, yeah. I'm fine with where it is for now. Like I said, there's a very strong possibility that it'll get bumped up a little bit as we move into the the looking at everything all lined up. But for now, I just can't be bothered. I just can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. This movie is definitely... It's it's definitely a step up from from the stuff that we've been watching. Like it is it is it is better it's better than Ring of Endless Light. Yes. It's better definitely. than Horse Sense. Like it's 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 not anything super deep, but like it does the thing I like about this movie that I think is what bumps it up is that it's not super deep, but it does have layers that you can look at, which don't get me wrong, Horse Sense did too, but there are more like tissue paper layers. Mm-hmm. This one actually has layers that you can really like peel away and look at. Yeah. And this is like, like an onion examine. layer. Yeah, it's more like onion layers, but like not onion skin. Horse sense is just onion skin. Uh, where do I have it? B minus. So horse sense, I have it a B minus at a fifty nine, and I can't remember where that is on our B minus. I think range. it's really low. It oh, it but is I, the lowest. Yeah. I think this is better. I don't know. My B minuses are hard. It's definitely better than Bad Hair Day, which I have it at sixty two. But it's probably not better than Let It Shine. Oh, but Let It Shine, Let It Shine does suck. <laughs> it like does. I, that's mean. That's mean. But Let It Shine, Let It Shine is a. Let It Shine bumps me out because it should be a. It's a Cyrano adaptation, and there's lots of really good talent in that movie, and it's just its pacing is awful, and I don't like the amount of Jesus. In I, it, yeah, that's I was gonna say, just that's, me. That's the thing that got me the most. But to each their own. Yeah. Okay. B minus. I have. I have I'd still watch this before the Even movie. Stevens movie, I think. I have the Even Stevens movie at 63. I think I'd watch this. Shine at 64. I think I'd, I'd watch this cl- before any of my other B minuses. So I'm, I think I'm going to just put it at a 66. I would definitely watch this before I watched Get a Clue, which I have at, a, at 66. I have stuck in the summers at a sixty or sixty three. I've I've get a clue at sixty three, which I would definitely watch this before that. I have stuck in the suburbs at a sixty six, which I is that the highest? Yeah, and I have Cheetah Girls at sixty four. I I don't think I would watch this before I watch the Cheetah Girls. I don't know. I think I would. I don't know. The more I think about the Cheetah Girls, the more I'm like I I just I'm not the biggest fan. I know there's a lot of hype around the Cheetah Girls. But I think I'd still watch this before Cheetah Girls. I was more entertained by the Cheetah Girls than I was by this. I think I'm just going to give it the same as the Cheetah Girls at a there 64. Because yeah. there was something else that I have at a 64 um, that I was like, I'll probably just give it the same, which is, um, where'd it go? Uh, Let it shine. I just feel like giving that the same. Most likely I will bump up Cheetah Girls unless I have something else at 65. Most likely I'll bump up Cheetah Girls to a point above. Oh, wow, my volume dropped really far. Hold on. Most likely I will bump up Cheetah Girls to a 65 unless I find something else. But for now, I'm fine with leaving them all at 64s. That's not a big deal to me. I, 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 
I had a lot going on when I was watching, and like mentally when I was watching this this movie. So it's possible that, but like this movie, I, I give it. I think that that's already something as a bonus for this movie is that this movie was able to distract me enough from from what was going on, and it was it was light. It it's kind of the same feeling that I had with Buffalo Dreams when we watched it, where I was like, wow, this movie like kept me entertained when I was on the brink of sleep the entire time. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um. So this it's kind of that feeling. Yeah, you didn't have to watch Ring of Endless Light yesterday. Oh, which, thank that goodness. would have. That would have bummed me out. I feel so, like we would have turned that off and been like, nope. <laughs> so my cat my cat had to have a biopsy because she might have mammary tumors, which is a 50-50 shot on whether they're cancerous or not. And if they are cancerous, that's basically a death knell for cats. And this sucks because she's seven and that's really young. And I was realizing the terrible irony in... Uh, in all of this is that one, my sister had a cat that we used to joke about how they were the same cat by the way that they looked and we would send my, my dad could never tell them apart. Uh, she died when she was eight of a rare blood disease that came out of nowhere. So that was really hard. Um, and then the, the more ironic thing that I've just thought of in the past few days is the fact that I got this cat, my first cat that is just mine, because my dog died when he was young, when he was eight. I was always going to get a cat, but I went out and got a cat specifically that day because my dog had died and I was devastated and I was like, all right, I'm going to get a cat now. I need yeah. one. Sweet Berkeley. He was the best Such dog on dog. the planet. And so that is just the cruelest, cruelest irony. Like it's just, it's, so I'm really, really hoping she's not sick. Um, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But she's just really, she's really spacey and dazed. And my other cat just wants to play all the time. And he saw that she was back. He was like, I play with you. And he jumped on her and that caused her to scramble. And she scratched me and I thought she was going to tear up on her sutures. And I had a panic attack. Um, that's not me being, uh, that's not hyperbole. I genuinely had a panic attack. Uh, and, um, it's all fine. But it is really exhausting to have two cats who do not get along to that extent. Yes. So, uh, anyway, kudos to this movie for being a distraction and and a well a welcome and nice distraction. So yeah, yeah. I I think I'm still okay just giving it a sixty four. I just don't think it's it's still not a movie I'm gonna like be very excited to watch again in the future like it's still yeah. one of those things where it's like it's still kind of like a uh yeah i'll watch it which is how i feel about the three movies i have in a 64 all three right. let it shine cheetah girls this i'm like yeah sure whatever yeah. what was the way you described it if you're babysitting and a child asks to watch it is that what your your b minuses are or yeah, is that your so a, C B, a B is like, yeah, sure, I'll watch that, whatever. A B minus is like, uh, yeah, okay, we'll watch that. A C plus is when I start going, let me think about it. A C <laughs> is like, I don't know, kid, is there anything else you want to watch? And the C You're going to have to bribe like, me. <laughs> a C minus is like, if you can't find anything else, maybe. And then a D plus is when I start being like, nope. no. We'll find something else. Nope. Yeah, like... I, I can C minuses are when I can maybe be won over. Like a C minus is when it's like if you make a compelling argument, maybe I will watch this movie again. Like let me find it. Let me find a C minus of mine. Um so that's just a regular C. Oh, so the Jet Jackson movie. Uh no, actually let's do this one, because this one's just funnier. 
Tiger Cruise. Oh, so gosh. <laughs> some kid that I'm babysitting is like, I just learned about 9-11 in school. Can we watch Tiger Cruise? Oh, my I gosh. Think it'd be a really great way to learn about 9-11, you know, and how it affected the rest of the of the country and maybe 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 the navy in particular and i'd be like oh you know what you're asking this. to watch a sp- very specific niche thing to learn a very specific niche thing sure we can watch tiger cruise i'm gonna be on my phone the whole time uh i'll be here if you have questions about 9-11 or how boats move I can't answer the second one super clearly, but I did live through 9-11. But please don't make me pay attention to this movie because I will fall asleep. Mm -hmm. But you are more than welcome to watch it. And that's my feeling. Please let me know if that scenario ever happens to you in real life. (laughs) Listen, I honestly would probably burst out laughing if that actually (laughs) happened. Some kid came up to me and was like, I want to learn how the Navy... Uh, was affected by 9-11. Do you have any recommendations? I'd be like, uh, kinda, yeah. I it's got not, you. It's a decom. It's not super comprehensive, but it does talk about a certain situation, I guess. Do I have to watch it with you? Please say no. <laughs> and... I think I was being a little bit cruel to Bs and B minuses. Like B minuses are more like a yeah, okay, whatever. Like it's 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 like it's not B minuses are the last one that I'm gonna have any sort of pushback on. C pluses are when I'm like uh, maybe yeah. B minuses are like yeah, sure, whatever. And then A's are like absolutely, Anytime. absolutely. I'll yes, watch this every time. You, you want to watch Cadet Kelly? Please, I watched it two weeks ago. Let's go, kid. That's yep. not true. I haven't watched Cadet Kelly since we watched it, but I. <laughs> but it, we would. would be totally. It'd be totally in character for me. I recommended that another adult watch Teen Beach Movie a couple weeks ago, so I'm always out here vying for it. Oh, also, my friend sent me, a few weeks ago, my friend sent me this TikTok of the top Disney Channel original movie songs. Yeah. And some of them made sense. Some of them were like the Camp Rock songs. There was that one song from Jump In. There were a bunch of High School Musical songs. None of the Descendants songs were on there. None of the Teen Beach movie songs. There's like the Teen Beach movie songs. I'm like, sure, whatever. But no, none of the Descendants songs. That the is Descendants surprising. songs are bops. Yeah. Weird. We are on the way to be W-I-C-K-E-D. So I was... Someone needs to rewrite yeah. this list and maybe it should be it, us. That's our it next seemed It seemed episode. very geared towards a very certain era. It was very weighted. In, like, the 2007-2012 to era, and I'm like, listen, I know that Descendants came out later, but those movies are good. Mm -hmm. They are... They are very solid movies. Like, I have fun with them. The acting is pretty good. Like, it's... They're fun to look at. The only weird thing is that there's Be Our Guest is in the first movie, which is just weird. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, imagine if they picked a song from the Descendants movies, but they picked that song. That'd be hysterically funny. <laughs> like this is this is the one we're gonna pick. Let out me of all the let me find movies. this list. I have this list. I can find it very easily. Um, Are they making another Descendants movie? Yes, or they're making series? Descendants four. Because I saw Brandy as like Cinderella. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not just Brandy. It's Brandy it, and the guy who played the prince in that Cinderella. That, okay, version with that's Brandy. really 
That's really cool that they're bringing isn't them both cool? back. Isn't that cool? It's so cool. It's so cool. My hope, my hope is that Bernadette Peters comes in as the the wicked stepmother, oh my gosh, yes. which that'd be that'd be so dope. Okay, okay I'm anyway. ex- I'm excited. Okay. Um, where is this message? Where is she? There she is. Um, let's see what these songs are. It is Breaking Free from High School Musical. It's just, uh, one it change of thing from Camp Rock, it. the final jam. <laughs> Push it to the limit from Jump In. Okay, nobody's perfect from Han- nobody's perfect from Hannah Montana. Yep. There are two Hannah Montana songs. Uh, there's Every Day from High School Musical two. Wait, so is it TV shows and movie decoms? No, it's movies. They're both. Those are from the Hannah Montana movies. So they're oh, just, just not specifically decoms. Maybe they're just no. It's just Disney. It's just Disney Disney stuff. So Disney then there's Channel. one in a million from Hannah Montana, Montana two, which they don't even have Best of Both Worlds in here. The actual best Hannah Montana song. Excuse that me. is surprising. Strut from Cheetah Girls two. Which is pretty good. That's the one that they sing when they're walking through the streets of Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, you are the music in me from High School Musical 2. No, we need bet on it. Or I know, bet on it and, and the, the... The dance one. Yeah, the, dan- the boys dancing dance. one. The dance. number one song is the number one song. The number one song is What Dreams Are Made Of from the Lizzie McGuire movie. That's, That's actually number okay, one. Okay, yeah. That's good. That is yep. an incredible piece of music. But the fact that there's no Descendants songs That's on so there, sad, there's no yeah. Phineas and Ferb songs on there. Like it is so, it is so geared towards that one subset of time, and it's like, come on, friends. There's more time than that. Yeah, it's like also you don't need two Hannah Montana songs on there. They were not good enough. And no, also, just pick one of the best. You do not need four High School Musical songs, especially because they're not even the best ones. Mm-hmm. Like. We're all in this together isn't even on there, or get your head in the game, or bet on it. Like, arguably yeah, some of the free. worst songs. Yeah. Disappointed. I'm not even bop to the top. What is this? <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, that was Quince. Our next movie sure is a movie. I think our next movie is Prom Pack. It's isn't Prom Pack, it? yeah. We're doing yeah. the new one. We're doing a new one. I keep getting ads for it. Um, I also keep getting that video on TikTok showing that there was like a CGI extra. Um, oh, okay. There's a. I don't actually know if it's a CGI extra. I I wouldn't be surprised, but I also don't know. There's this shot of the crowd, and there's this woman who has no expression on her face, and it's very scary looking. And people think that she is CGI, and it's very possible she is CGI. Like I I genuinely don't know. I'm so ignorant. Yeah. But it's 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 freaky. It's it's okay. it, it it it's freaky. So that's that's we'll all I know about. Be on, yeah, we'll be on the lookout for that one character. Yeah, and it has Milo Mannheim in it. That's the only other thing that I know. And he's from okay. Zed. He Come. he's from Zombies. Yeah. He's Cameron Mannheim's son. Okay. I don't know. Um. So that'll be that. <laughs> that'll we'll be see that. how it is. I don't have high hopes. Going in blind. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it'll surprise us. Hopefully. Let's see if there's anything new Anything new on the horizon. Just uh, Well, we're just talking to see. about new stuff. Why not? Let's see. Let's go to the Wikipedia page. Disney, Disney Channel and Original Beams. Um, upcoming. Let's see if anything's changed. Sure hasn't. Still four things on there that are all TBD. Or TBA, I mean. I think the slumber party is slightly new, but it's been there for like six months or something, so. Hmm. Anyway, anyway. decom mission for this week. 
Mine is to put your heart into some art, even if it's just coloring in a coloring book. Yeah. Do something artsy. Maybe you'll find your heart is in art after all. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know what a funny one could be. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, your, your, your decommission is to uh, make an outfit inspired by, you know, something that Kimberly J. Brown wore in this movie. Oh, I like that. I'm I just sure got some overalls from American Eagle. I'm going to do it. And yeah, just, or, you know, just wear some overalls. Wear some overalls. Because they're great. Overalls. They are great. Love overalls. Um, but that's. That's that. That's that's the episode. <laughs> that's the episode. That's quince. All right. That's a quince. That's a quince. The quince. Right. Qu- quin- what did you call it? The, the uh, quintultimate. Quintultimate episode. Quintultimate. Our quintultimate episode. Well, we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.